0: it is an incredible day and an opportunity that i have in my studio today to introduce to you an incredible woman from the uk her name is maxine winery and she is known as an international a number one let's get that straight a number one international best-selling author a global success coach and the founder of the future is greater, but what she really loves people to know her as, Simply Maxine, a beloved child of God. Welcome to the Reinvent Your World broadcast. My name is Donna Wollum and I'm your host. My goal is for every woman to know that God loves you and He's for you. And no matter where you are today, you can start right now and create an incredible new life. Let's get started into the show, okay? Thank you so much for joining us today, Maxine.
1: Oh, Donna, it's such a privilege. Thank you so much for asking me to join you here. It's an honor
0: to be here, thank you. We focus this broadcast around women who have had some sort of life-altering experience. And I like to describe that as being life is one way, one day, and then another way the next day. And I think that any of us can look at different circumstances in our life and and know that we've had those moments where there's been shifts in life. But before we um, really dig into the heart of your story, Maxine, what I would love for people to know is what every day is like for you. You're just get up in the morning and what life looks like for you. Would you share just a little bit about that for us? Oh, sure. Sure. So this is typical for six days a week. So I take a break from this on Saturday
1: um, because I figured if God, you know, created the world in six days and rested for the seventh, then who am I (laughs) to do the same thing on seven days? So for six days, so this is typically Sunday, So Friday, this is what it looks like. I'm up around between, you know, four and five in the morning. So I've got two young kids. Uh, My son is just two and my daughter is six years old. So once they're up, like literally, you know, there's a lot of running around them. So I'm up, you know, well before they get up around, you know, usually 4.45 a.m. And I just have like that first couple of hours to, I like to think about it as me getting strong, both Mm -hmm. spiritually and physically. And that you know getting spiritually strong is really just my time with the lord so i get up i get myself uh you know i drink lots of water I get myself a cup of you know coffee and i just sit down with the lord and just spend mm-hmm. time with him and it varies what we do in that time you know i kind of let holy spirit lead but it could look like typically me you know reading a little bit of the word um you know journaling i love to journal Uh, You know, basically meditating, praying, helping God, you know, really ignite my holy imagination of who he wants me to be and just really spending time in his presence, you know, just connecting, being in relationship in whatever way we feel, you know, makes sense for that day. And then really, you know, at the end of that, towards the end of that, getting my guidance for the day. As in, you know, what are the most important things that I need to get done? Because even though I have all the things I've got, like, you know, family, my husband, my kids, my business, um, you know, I'm a sibling, uh, you know, a child, a niece, all the relationships. I have (laughs) everything pulling on me, you know, so you can imagine the level of responsibility that comes with that. Um, I could literally be go, 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 nonstop doing all the things I need to do for all those people. But I find that, you know, spending that time with God and getting what are his must do things for me. So it's typically two or three things that the Lord says, Maxine, no matter what happens, you've got to get this done today. So that's really what that first couple of hours looks like, spending time with the Lord, getting my direction as in what are the must do things from his perspective. And then the final bit is getting physically strong. I work out six days a week. So that's like typically anything between like a 10 to you know 30 minute workout before everybody else kind of wakes up. And I take my kids to school, I make breakfast and, you know, kind of do things for the family. And then I you know do some work typically involving, you know, whatever it is the Lord would have me do, and then whatever I plan to do in my business from my normal strategic planning.
0: Oh, I... uh love that and I remember those days whenever I had small children at home mine are a little bit older than yours (laughs) yeah quite a bit probably closer to your age (laughs) then and I would do that in the mornings get up at four in the morning because if you don't Mm there the day can just so get away from you so I love that and I loved how you said that you invest that time igniting holy imagination and getting your direction for the day. I love that. That's beautifully phrased, beautifully phrased. Thank Thank you for that. Thank Thank you. So as I mentioned, and we've talked a bit, you know, that there are people, especially women who this broadcast is directed toward, who are in the, process of reclaiming their life and i i know that personally and even through reading your story that there comes a time some in in our lives when we look at what's going on and we say this is not where i'm supposed to be this is not what my life is supposed to look at like now and how did i get here and it takes mm-hmm. some time to step back from that and look at that and get new direction and new focus forward. So one of the questions that I have for you, Maxine, is would you please share a time in your life when you faced that kind of circumstance where, where life just shifted for you and you knew that you had to make some changes?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many, um, so many situations, but I'm thinking of two, Donna, would it be okay to kind of touch upon two, because I think they're kind of linked. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. You, you yeah.
0: Your heart leads. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm kind of sitting
1: here with the Holy Spirit saying, where do I go? And I'm sensing he wants me to touch on two of them. The first one was kind of like, you know, when I was much younger and maybe some of the people listening may not be able to relate to this, but I think I'll be able to link it to something that they will be able to relate to, which is the second one. So when I was much younger, you know, I grew up in a really, you know, decent family, you know, we went to church, you know, my parents took me to church and everything, but I didn't really know God for myself. You know, God was like my grand my grandfather, basically, because mm-hmm. he was my parents' father. And I kind of went along and, and started to kind of rebel like some t- um, teenagers do. And I don't even know, like, you know, it wasn't like a one day thing. It, it kind of was like little stupid decisions after the other to the point where I decided to kind of, you know, start dating the wrong guy run away from home start doing drugs it was just kind of one thing after the next after the next to the point where I found myself down to my last you know few pounds and that's like not weight pounds this is the money we have here in the UK's pounds mm-hmm. like the dollar equivalent right I was down to my last few pounds and I was I had this friend who was kind of living this crazy lifestyle with me and she's like oh hey you know I've discovered this place that we could you know go work and um make loads of money without doing too much. Do you want to come along? And I said, yeah, sure, of course. And I went along to this opportunity and it ended up basically being, it was this guy who was looking to kind of hire women into, you know, like a brothel situation. Mm. Wow. And I remember walking into that thinking, oh my goodness. You know, I kind of knew of course what I was getting into, but it didn't really hit me till I walked through the door. And I began to panic thinking, oh my God, you know, I literally went to church growing up, like how in the world do I end up being here? And I remember kind of just shaking and thinking, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what do I do? Very long story short, I remember what hearing what felt to me like the audible voice of the Lord, just when I was thinking, well, I've got no choice but to kind of go along with this, because, you know, people like me, you know, we don't get other choices. I remember what felt like the audible voice of God saying to me, this is not who you're meant to be, you're meant for so much more. And The voice made no sense, but I'm like, okay, that's kind of what I want to believe right now. So I'm going to believe that. And that gave me the strength I needed to basically run out of that room Mm. and then begin the the process of rebuilding my life, listening to that voice. That voice I came to know is the voice of God, who um, is just so faithful, so good. He helped me turn my life around phenomenally to the point where I end up going to one of the best universities in the world, building an incredible career, marrying my husband, having the kids, building success um, in the world's eyes. Leading to the next situation I really want to kind of <laughs> to spend more time on, I was now living this, like, glorious life. I, I listened to one of your beautiful guests call it my big life, you know, she, when she was talking about her own story. I built the big life where on the outside looking in, you know, people would be like, oh, my gosh, this woman has everything. You know, she has a husband, she has a house, she has, you know, the, the career, then the business, the travel, the everything and it looked great and I loved it looking great but this all began to unravel probably around um, 2019 so this wasn't again an overnight thing this was kind of just a series of events now I was I'd had my daughter I was now pregnant with my son and um, you know just out of the blue I think it was due around June 2019 I'm heavily pregnant about to have him the next month I come down with shingles which is I don't know um, if you've ever had shingles or no. Yeah. So it's like just pain. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy, like the most painful thing ever. And I'm like in hospital. They can't give you medication because you're pregnant, like, you know, uh, to protect the baby. So I'm going through pain and hell. So that was the first incident in June. I go on to have my son like the next month and I nearly die giving birth to him because uh, they have a student who's present who makes a mistake. Thankfully, people saved my life. Um, You know, that's all good. But then he had he's born with like health complications. I have health complications. We finally get sent home. You know, a couple of weeks later, again, I nearly die in my, you know, wake in my sleep. I wake up in a pool of blood because the mistake they made, they didn't rectify it. So that happened in August. Then, you know, by now I'm a bit I'm a businesswoman. My business had been growing like you know exponentially record-breaking year, um, growth year after year. Now business, you know, I'm having all these health complications. I'm starting to have all this chaos. The business, business begins to shake a little bit and begins to wobble. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So at this point, I'm getting super stressed. Now, this was around September, October of like, 2019. Oh, wow. so I'm you know running around with a newborn who has health complications. I have health complications trying to now save this beginning to wobble business. And then I go for a routine check and have like a cancer scare, like, oh, what's this we want to investigate? Um, all the while the business continues to crumble. I'm having months of hell, just literally running around trying to save this big life of mine. So I have months of this leading up to like March, 2020. And just when I think, oh, well, you know, things can't get any worse. We of course kind of get labeled as we're in a worldwide pandemic and I'm like well of course we're in a worldwide pandemic it's been like non-stop you know I didn't have like the sympathy I perhaps should have had for like everybody else around the world I'm like well of course there's a pandemic now you know and it I just felt this big life like crumbling all around me it was like literally one thing after the other being stripped from me and like it was just so chaotic and so out of control and I remember the final straw was when the whole world literally shut down now my business we um you know prior to the pandemic a lot of our revenue came from you know traveling going to speak Mm -hmm. at conferences you know going to deliver uh, you know things in person so you can imagine like literally overnight literally hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of revenue that was pretty much going to be booked just disappeared Mm -hmm. so I'm like losing it at this point I'm like okay god like I thought you were real <laughs> like you know mm-hmm. what in the world is going on um you know this the, the stress was just taking its toll and then to make matters worse this is probably like the list of the things but this is honestly how I felt like on top of all of that going wrong I looked in the mirror and I'm like why do I still look pregnant when my child is nearly one years old like I still look pregnant like of all the things I'm like piling on COVID kilos because literally yes. you know everybody's running through supermarket or the grocery store buying up everything I'm trying to find toilet paper hoarding food stuffing it down my face gaining weight <laughs> like oh it was just just so out of control and I think at that point uh, after like a year of this chaos I was like oh my god like what in the world is going on so that is a situation I found myself in um mm. in 2020 Wow. So that was my moment. I think that's kind of a long answer to your question. Um, so do, I don't know, do you want me to continue or do you want to kind yeah. of jump in and say well, anything? You know,
0: I I just love how beautifully authentic and transparent you are in that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it real. Of course, there's a pandemic. What else? <laughs> of course. And, you know, I I love that. I love the honesty of that. But, you know, everything that you were, it sounds like, Maxine, was being challenged. Who you were as a woman, as a mom, as a, a business person, as a wife. And all of that, your identity was being attacked and stripped bare is what it sounds yeah. like to me. Totally. Oh. Totally. So my question is is in the middle of that I love how you said that okay god you're supposed to be real. So <laughs> what I love that too. <laughs> I, I love that. So in the middle of that I mean here you you've reconnected your life from those early days and I honestly so relate to so much of that and I think most women can in that journey to discover who they are on their own, as opposed to who their parents say they are, their community make Mm -hmm. some choices that aren't so great, but you brought yourself and God brought you through that. But in this time, in these, in these months of 2019 and 2020, I'm curious, Maxine, what would you think you could say that was the biggest surprise about what you discovered about yourself in that?
1: Yeah. So I think probably my biggest surprise was, I just didn't quit, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I gave, you know, I'm stronger than I gave myself credit for, um, you know, I've been through a lot growing up, um, you know, with the hell, I kind of, it was a self-created hell. But, you know, even then, I think this was harder, kind of just one thing after the next, after the next, after the next, because I think when you create your own hell, you kind of, you're like, well, you know, I kind of deserve this in a warped way. But when, you know, you're just kind of going along and life happens, um, it's, it hit me harder personally. And what surprised me was that I just kept going because even though I started to question God, I started to wonder like, okay, like, you know, what's happening. I just never gave up. You know, I, I just realized, you know, there was this a resilience that I never knew I had really. And it was obviously God helping me do that. But I, at this point, I didn't realize I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll just wake up and try and figure something else out tomorrow, even if it ended up not working again.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that, that resilience. There's something inside that, that is there and you just don't even know it's there till it's tested right it's Mm -hmm. like wow i did not know that was inside of me yeah so you you discovered that about yourself well what did you discover about the lord because obviously you were thinking hello where are you but you must have discovered something different about him that you didn't know before Yes. And I think that was why he allowed
1: this to happen, actually, because I was like, OK, God, like, you know, typically I think, you know, God, you know, like any loving father, right, deals with you in age appropriate ways. So as I was growing up, you know, he would kind of do certain things for me and like, you know, help me do certain things. But I think, you know, I now know, actually, with hindsight being twenty twenty, pun intended, <laughs> that the whole point was to help me grow up. So the Lord, you know, whereas he would have stepped in and done certain things, it was time for me to learn to do them for myself. So for me, the biggest thing I'd probably say that I learned about the Lord through all of this is, you know, before I'd pray like, okay, God do this for me or God, God," and he'd do it. But what God showed me through all of this is he's already done everything that he is ever going to do for every situation. You know, when Jesus died on the cross and said, it is finished, it literally is finished. He's done all the work. And it's up to us as believers now, to stand up in the authority he's given us to appropriate what he's already done for us. Mm. That was the biggest thing. So for me, I'd been like waiting, like a gimme, gimme, gimme God, and he'd done it. But there came came a point where he's like, no, no, come on. Jesus, when he was here, literally rebuked the sea when it was a storm. He raised the dead, he healed the sick, he cast out demons and he left saying, you're going to do greater than this. (laughs) So are you doing that? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Maxine and her big life wasn't doing
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to an even bigger life, Maxine. Welcome to yes. a bigger life. Yeah. In a different yeah. kind of way. So yeah. how did you gain balance in that time? Because it, you know, obviously everything was shifting underneath mm-hmm. your feet. And all, mm-hmm. and as I mentioned earlier, all of your personal identity, your professional identity, everything is out of whack. How did you gain the balance and did someone help you do that?
1: Yeah, too many, so many people. That's one thing I've been so blessed by. If I had to kind of you know, I'm a, I'm a beloved child of God and I'm also blessed to be loved by so many wonderful people. So mm-hmm. there are people in my family, you know, people in ministry that have been, you know, ministries, even like yours, who are just putting out just such wonderful content, you know, that you could just get and just have your soul filled up like, mm-hmm. and, you know, just to see another perspective, because when you're surrounded by, you know, just so much negativity, so much disappointment, so much heaviness, it's so easy to believe that's all there is, but yeah. we're called not to walk by sight, but to walk by faith. Mm-hmm. And ministries, like, you know, people doing great work like you and ministries that helped me along the way. And there's so many, I couldn't list them all. Um, they gave me hope. But I'd say the one thing that, you know, brought about balance, I love that word you've used in there. The one thing for me that was the game changer in all of this was just really discovering, I think for the first time, what the Lord meant by the sword of the spirit, when he talks about, you know, put on the whole armor of God, which by the way, I I knew, I knew how to quote, but I wasn't doing it prior to, you know, this whole situation. When he talks about the sword of the spirit, as in, you know, the word of God, that rhema now word of the Lord. um, That for me was powerful because at the point, I think probably at the lowest point, this was kind of towards the end of March um, 20, yeah, March, 2020. I was like, okay, Lord, like just, I'm about ready to die. I wasn't, I wasn't suicidal, but I'm like, you know, if I don't wake up tomorrow, it's not too bad. And I'd never thought that, that yeah. kind of thing before. So it was kind of at that low point that the Lord used this amazing, you know, prophet, prophetess, a lady by the name of Nisi Sanders, to speak into my life, um, and with the Ramah sword and the Spirit Word of the Lord which literally just showed me that, listen, you might be surrounded by all of this, your whole world crumbling, everything that you kind of um, identified with dis- disappearing, but this is the, who the word of the Lord says you are. This is what the Lord has in, um, you know, in mind for you. These are the plans. I know the plans I have for you, as he says in Jeremiah 29, 11, and are plans to give you hope, to give you a future. And she just helped me see that so clearly that it was almost as though for the first time, I kind of saw into the spirit. And I kind of look beyond like what my five senses would allow me to see mm. and be like, oh, wow. Wow. So this is what the sword of the spirit can do. And for me, that was a game changer because even though i would kind of been work- walking with the Lord, even though I, yes, I was a child of God. and I'm still growing, you know, but I was doing my best to grow in the Lord. Um, I'd never really use the sword of the spirit, the noun word of the Lord in that way to kind of cut through everything I was seeing to see like he does.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, one of the things that I learned about that word, and you may have learned this too. And all of that is that particular word for sword is called a slaughter knife, which is, Oh, I've never heard that. Yeah, And so it is a close combat knife mm. that you get up close and bring the destruction. And I think about how the enemy comes around us to so work in us personally and, exactly what you said about who we really are in Christ. And yeah. so that word goes in close contact and cuts him down at his Thank source. You. And I just, as, I don't know, I'm not a really uh, kind of the person who's out there slaughtering people, but I <laughs> love that part of that. Yeah, no, um, absolutely, I, yeah. He, the damage with the word of God, and that's why he does yes. So I love that. That's an entire entirely little bunny trail that we put on. So uh, (laughs) Maxine, my question for you is, is is a twofold question as we're kind of coming to the end of this conversation, which I can't even believe it's nearly over. I feel like I could talk to you forever. You have so much wisdom, (laughs) but there's, there's two things I'd like for you to do now is to share anything we haven't talked about And to speak directly to the woman who would be listening to this and what you would want to pour into her at this moment. I just want you to take your liberty and say whatever is in your heart to say.
1: Okay, let me just pause the Holy Spirit and just see what he would um, highlight. Yeah. So I feel led to say uh, to whoever's listening, no matter what you're going through, no matter how hard, no matter how difficult, no matter how impossible it seems. Whatever bunny trail, let's kind of use that. The devil might have you running down to say that, you know, oh, it's over for you. There's no hope. Mm-mm. It is finished. Literally, it is finished. This is not who you are meant to be. You are meant for so much more. And if you're crying out to God, wondering, oh God, where are you? Um, you know, help me with this. God has already given you everything thing you need I encourage you rise up and fight from a place of victory you're not fighting for the victory you're fighting from a place of victory learn to use the weapon so probably the biggest thing I learned about myself you know again was this around just how strong because I felt so weak because everything I thought made me wonderful had disappeared but actually I'm so glad because when all of that went I realized just how powerful I am you know reading the scripture it came alive to me so I would say ask the Lord to kind of bring it the scripture alive to you so that you can step into who you are and just see how powerful you are. Because, you know, all of those things I was weeping over thinking, oh my gosh, my life is over. When I came to the Lord and say, okay, this is how you see me. This is what you say is possible for me. Now what? The Lord just dropped in his blueprint for my next steps. And I'm telling you what, following God's next steps has literally just opened up so much for me in terms of recreating a totally different path for me. I'm now able to serve so many people, so many more people in my business. As a result, I thought I'd lost my business, you know, because everything. He showed me a way to, you know, do that in a beautiful way. So helping women in my membership program, running workshops, doing all the things, um, as well as helping myself personally. You know, my marriage was struggling under the pressure of all of this. You know, God dropping his, you know, word, his blueprint, his steps into my spirit has helped me create probably the most beautiful, relationship we've ever had in our eight years of marriage um you know with my children you know every mom with young kids it's challenging right you know as these things come up i say god what is your strategy give me wisdom if you don't have wisdom god says ask for it and he'll give you so no matter what you're facing do not ever listen to lies that say oh this is overwhelming or i can never know the lord loves you and maybe just maybe if he's not moving like he used to or helping you he's waiting for you to step up and be that next level you who can take the authority that he's given you to create something incredible that's not only going to impact you, but so many others. I never had a clue that I'd be impacting the people I am now um, in my life and work.
0: Oh, that's so powerful and so beautiful. So powerful and beautiful. Thank you, Maxine. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. We thank God. I know that there are many people who are going to want to reach out to you and I'll put all of this in the show notes, but just for the person who's maybe driving along and, and thinking, I need to get, I need to get in touch with Maxine. (laughs) What is the, what is the best way for them to reach you?
1: Oh, I'd love for them to reach out to me. Please do. So probably the easiest thing is my Facebook group. If you, if you go onto Facebook and, you know, search for the group called the future is greater, um that's i'm in there um and there's a lot of ladies from my membership program in there um you know make a masterpiece uh, membership program so we'll encourage you we'll connect with you we'll build you up and just encourage you on your journey so i'd love for you to connect with me there
0: well we will make sure and get that link into the show notes so people can reach you maxine i just want to thank you again so much for investing your time with us today thank you
1: Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's been wonderful, Donna. I wish you and your listeners all the very best. It's been such a privilege to spend this time together.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really hope that something that you heard helped you to be encouraged and inspired. And in fact, if it has, would you do me a favor? Would you please just share this with a friend of yours and join me over on social media on Facebook and Instagram, well, you know, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. But be sure and go to the website donnawollem.com and grab the free resources that we have for you. Thanks again and have a wonderful living at my best day.